everybody, welcome to another episode of the Court of Capes where we discuss, rate, and rank hero content. This will be a special episode, as I said, where we're discussing Star Wars Vision, the Disney Plus original series that was pretty wild, boys, if I'm gonna be honest. It was, it was a journey. I say that. Um, but before I give all of my thoughts, let me introduce myself and the other judges on this podcast. I am the renegade darkness correspondent, Josh Shelton. We are alongside of me. We have the chaos bringer and our very own MCU conspiracy theorist, Judge Brown. May the force be with us. We also have the conqueror, the showman, Judge Cooper. You are my brother, Anakin. I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the young one, WandaVisionary, Special Inquisitor, Anthony Cooper. The younglings. <laughs> uh, as you've heard all of these guys quoting uh, the Star Wars films, this, in fact, was nothing like the films that we had previously seen. This was a very uh, refreshing batch of Star Wars content, as I might say actually. Pretty good. But today we are going to be giving our rankings of each episode and then just kind of diving in to what we think about this series and the possible future of this series. So without further ado, we're just going to dive right into the rankings. Uh, JC and I, or Judge Brown and I, have discussed this uh, previously, so we're going to actually open the floor up to Anthony. Yes. All right. All right. So, my rankings, I don't know if they'll be similar to anybody's. They might be similar to everybody's. I don't know. Uh, I have not really discussed this besides with uh, the person I watched this with, which is not on this podcast. Um, so, at the bottom, this may be already a controversial pick. I so, got the twins at the bottom. How dare you, first not, of all. <laughs> <how dare> you? <laughs> not controversial at all. Okay. <laughs> I, like I, feel like, I feel like this, this is just going to be me being pissed at everybody's rankings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first off, let's get, get, get out of the way. Studio Trigger is an amazing studio. Uh, they've made some of the best anime of all time, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and th this episode visually looks pretty great. Um, story wise, it's kind of ass. It's not good. Um, <laughs> like, swearing. I'm talking about a donkey, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Remind me. Of. I love it. Keep it. Keep this energy. Let's go. Um. <laughs> So you could tell they were going like with the whole like you know parallel sides opposites but like the same twos sets of twos but they kind of got to the ridiculous point which like I love ridiculousness but it was kind of like <laughs> all right you know these two ships are held together by a circle and also they're kind of connected but whatever um, the character Just, designs I love though it's a double star destroyer how could you not no, I, like that I didn't like it that's that, I just didn't. Um, if they set it up, if they, if they like, I don't know, if they made a joke directly about it, I probably would have liked it, but they did. Yeah, um, it's a little too serious. Like, like uh, the characters themselves. Obviously, I think with all of these episodes, I'm not going to remember almost anybody's names. 
besides a specific episode. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The title. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I felt like it was kind of almost generic in a sense, and then of like, oh man, I'm bad, but then I'm gonna turn good for the boys, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna fight my sister or something, and then. Also, nothing real. Everything was abstract on purpose, but it felt like a little too abstract for it to have any stakes. Because I'm like, oh, physically anything can happen. Yep. Yeah, that's true. So now there were some hype moments, which I mean, I thought they were pretty hype, like the 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 ending of the episode where he's like, "Got to get on the ship and do warp speed," and then he puts up his lightsaber, it becomes huge, and then slices the whole thing. Pretty dope. Um, I felt like the whipping of lightsabers, it didn't really feel impactful. It felt more like, alright. Well, was these pretty are not cool, gonna... Oh, I thought it was alright. I thought it was a really good trailer moment. Very good trailer I moment. With that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Very good trailer moment. I feel like if it was, I don't know, something else, I think it would have been a little better. But like, that's my general grievousness talking, because I think that's pretty dope. But uh, yeah, so my general thoughts is like I I think I enjoyed it. I, this is, I only watched it once, um, and I haven't really been tempted to go back to rewatch it. But I thought it was okay. But the fact that an episode that was okay is still at the bottom is still pretty good praise comparatively to another anthology we watched. <laughs> oh man, pseudo anthology that, that, that could mean anything. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, you're number eight. Let's keep it moving. All right. So, so are we not? So, are so you guys going to do talk, your talk? whole list, and then we're just gonna we're gonna kind of compare lists and discuss, um, like. Okay, you know, I, have, I have an idea. I have an idea moving forward. Um. So, for everyone's lists, let's just react to what their opinions on an episode are, as opposed to like giving our like full thoughts on the episode. Yeah. For our list. Yeah. We'll go into depth of more discussion when we've all like stated our list, unless someone goes wild. But yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so from this point onward, I basically loved the rest of these. Okay. Um, so uh, next up on my list, I have Toby. Toby. I loved, I loved Toby. Um, <laughs> Toby was great. I loved the art style. I loved the Astro Boy Mega Man style. Yeah. Yep. Um, yes. I... And like all, all the wild little nods that they had in there, and um, it was unlike anything else in this list. Which that'll be a recurring thing because none of these are like anything. Um, I felt like the uh, the story itself was like pretty good. Um, the animation was like nothing like you could ever imagine Star Wars being. Um, and I thought I thought it was really well executed. I just, I just think it wasn't like didn't have like the the story tenseness that the rest did, but it was more like a chill time. And it did get pretty dark in the end with the final battle, which was sick. The final yep. battle awesome. was so freaking Love good. It. But all in all, pretty good episode. I really liked it. Um, moving on to the next boy list, I have Tatooine Rhapsody, which I wanted to put higher. I really wanted to. I because you wanted to put I, this was an Anthony episode. I freaking loved this episode. I watched it twice. Nice. Um, the uh, 
first off, I love the, the, the camera work within the animation and where they put like the camera, like for instance, when like Boba Fett's like flying and it's like right on his face and you see everything glowing on him. Pretty dope. Baby um, Fett? Yup, Baby Fett. Oh, the art style was so cute. It was so cute. I, uh, I, lo I thought the music was okay, all right? The music wasn't like fantastic. But like everything around it, I thought was really great. Is... I thought it was interesting how he was like a runaway Padawan, and then his lightsaber didn't work, but he used it as a microphone. That's pretty dope. And then Jabba the Hutt's like these guys are all right, and it's pretty sick. <laughs> yep. Um, honestly, this is one of the series that I could totally see having like, you know, like two or three more episodes, and it would have been a fantastic uh, kind of story all put together. This felt like a very good episode one. Yeah. Uh, really. Yup. Okay. But Anthony, it wasn't dark. Oh it my, wasn't dark. Oh my god. And I'm happy it wasn't dark. But the darker episodes are higher on my list. <laughs> yes, as they should be. Um, but if if this had maybe a little more substance, I could see it definitely going way higher on a list. But for what it was, it was fantastic. Moving up from there, I got. The Village Bride. Now, this episode is, on all accounts, a technical masterpiece of beauty. Uh, character designs on fleek. Uh, the main character, she looks dope with the mask, and then when she pulls out her sick sword... She does look dope. It's like... Um, the story itself was very emotional. It was very... Uh, it really put us like on the grounds of like what like a, a singular culture could be on a planet, which we kind of don't get to see that kind of micro history, like on like in Star Wars uh, that often. The, the closest we kind of got to it was like the, the freaking politics of episode one. I'm like, okay. But this one, we got to see like their, their, their religious actions, uh, how they deal with conflicts. And I thought it was pretty dope. And we got to see some pretty sick powers and display of powers towards the end. I wish they were a little longer. That's why it's kind of lower on this list. Yeah, um, I felt like, yeah, I felt like this episode was definitely like the the best part of this episode was at the end. And it was way too short. Um, there was way too much buildup in this episode. I found myself a little lost into like in this episode, if I remember correctly. I don't know. So, uh... I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it just... But yeah, I wish these episodes were longer, like you were just saying. Um, or this episode specifically, because we could have got more of the impact of the end. Um, but it was, yeah. I agree with most of what you've been saying about this episode. So. But I would not say this episode uh, would be, like like substantial for what we've seen to have a series though as the previous one no in my opinion I... this is much more of a like one time like really cool looking artful kind of thing yeah and then uh and then it's good for what it is it does the exact job it should have been All moving right. on from the village bride we got oh what what was it i misspelled it in my notes is that uh Akakiri? Yeah, Ak Akakiri or Akakiri. Um, I it, it auto corrected to to, to Anakin. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, this episode 
the the visuals is what really stood out to me. It was very uh, it, it, I had never seen anything like it um uh, in terms of visual style that's not like a two minute short because that's what it felt like but it was like the full thing it was pretty dope um i really liked the uh the twist at the end and the, the theories we could pull from that and the decisions that were made by the main character uh where he was like okay yeah i'll save her by going in the dark force dark side yeah that, like whoa that was pretty wild um you know it's 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 actually really funny that you did make the uh, anakin reference uh, but uh, yeah, it uh, it was pretty wild that he made that decision. However, it it felt slightly unoriginal because of what Anakin did going to dark side. Except the one thing that changes the story, which was that spoilers obviously if you you should have already seen uh the show if you're listening to this um is that uh she lives like they they brought her back right yep which was crazy uh i I, and you could pull a lot of because this could easily exist within star wars canon yes um in the past so we could pull multiple things on who the main character could actually be. He could be Plagueis. He could be Bane. He could be anybody. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty dope. And this one, I could see like a mini series, maybe like two more episodes that are around this length or shorter, uh, kind of explaining the history of one of these legendary characters mm-hmm. uh, and their origin. So overall, very cool episode. I thought the humor was pretty great with the little dudes running around um, with their little companions while I they're love traveling. Those guys, how they were like, you know, we can get stuff done even though we're not powerful Jedi or whatever. Like, I love them. Mm-hmm. Overall, pretty fantastic episode. The next three are on a whole other echelon, though. These right, three what were. What number are we on, Anthony? Here. Uh, we're on three. Um, right. don't you have four left to discuss? Am I missing one? I think uh, so. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you. Oh, really I am missing one. Yeah. I'm missing think, one, and it goes think... right here. Okay. The elder. Ah. Whoa! The elder at number five. No, four. 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 The elder at number four. four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. I I am a sucker for interesting, uh, you know, Jedi Master and Padawan scenarios. And this man His gave me gig- gigantic Qui Gon Jinn energy. Oh yeah, yeah. it was, was definitely Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon and Obi like repeated in a sense. Um, but but it, it it had it had its differences, and yes, I and I appreciated yes, it, it. Um, and Qui Gon is one of my favorite Jedi ever. So like, I just like hearing that sort that's sort of like calm but interesting wisdom to where like you never know what he's really thinking but like you know he's probably thinking the right thing you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I, I i thought the uh the old sith man had a pretty pretty dope fight with his like with his uh what do you have like dual oh it was dual, su- li- li- yeah yeah dual, dual uh little they're like short swords yeah the little Which man can only hold so much yeah, and I like how the whole time he's like, "Don't go on the mountains." And it's like, "Oh, 
what if I go in the mountains? And then you like, it, they slowly start feeling like just how evil this man is as they're getting closer to him. And then they're just like, all right, I'm, we're going to have to take this guy out. I and then loved they do. that aspect of the episode, like the mystery, like the evil taking over. And they're like, what? Like, no way. Like, sis still exists. Like, what? This is mm-hmm, wild. Mm-hmm. I really thought that was pretty cool. And I, I really liked the master's design, too. I thought it was fun. Uh, remind me of some edginess. I believe and, the master was voiced by David Harbour. Oh, that's dope. So next up for number three was my number one for a long time. Uh, But then the next two changed my opinion drastically. But these next three are on another plane of existence that does not exist with the with the with the really good below. And number three, I have the duel. Uh. Duel was dark. Physically and visually. Some would say Batman-like. Some would say... You could say he was a dark knight. A dark Jedi knight. Oh my god. <laughs> He's willing burnt, to go the, the distance. Forest down. We burnt the forest down. Yeah. Oh man. It was, it was a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the audience knows that Josh just died a little bit on the inside from looking at his face. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, this episode, in my opinion, has some of the best tension uh, within just that's, like this whole really this whole thing is a fight scene, right? This whole episode's basically almost exclusively fighting, which is great because they tell a story without much dialogue, uh, through visual design alone. And because of the visual design, they go nuts with these lightsabers. We got lightsabers uh, that can't turn off and have to be in the sheath, which is dope. And yeah, you got, cool. and you got the freaking umbrella blades, which the she should have used probably blades. a little more. Why didn't she use them more? I don't know, but it was still so freaking cool. I feel uh, like it's like an invincible weapon, it. you know? It's invincible. You just put that out there and it starts spinning. And it's like, what are you gonna do? Go yeah, around it? No. Nah. They had to nerf yeah. her a little bit, or it was just pride. Probably just pride got to her. She felt she like she could take him on with a single blade. We um, were robbed but, of a great fight with that weapon. Yeah, but Ronan himself, or the Ronan, because he doesn't have a name, but Ronan's a title. Um, he, the way he fought was very traditional samurai-ish, but also with a little more like he's been around for a while. You know, he knows exactly what he's doing. Which is which is dope. Uh, his parents probably died, and now he's got to take up the mantle as a bat, and then he's gonna freaking use the force to stop a lightsaber mid swing, and it looks oh. sick. Oh, that was so cool! That was freaking awesome. And just him drawing his lightsaber, such a good shot. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this was uh, the three D three D CGI style is very hard to like look good consistently throughout a full episode of something but this one because it was so short and so heavily stylized i think it worked perfectly absolutely oh but all this one i could see like i don't know if i could see a full series like most of these but i could see like you know like maybe a movie or like like a direct to direct to dvd home video maybe you know uh, like a like a like a 
what's what's that movie called? Freaking, uh, it's it, the the not Princess Zelda. What am I thinking of? The princess in Disney. What's her name? You know the one. Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella three. Cinderella three. That's what I'm thinking of. Anyway. Oh yeah, he's. I heard that movie's great. <laughs> and then at number two, uh, I have the Ninth Jedi. Nice. This movie, I had me guessing this entire time. What I had a no fabulous idea what was, episode! It was. I had no, I had no idea what episode. was going on, and I loved being in the ignorance. Yep. Um. Yep. Everyone's. I was trying to figure out this whole world, uh, which they slowly kind of showed us, and like, why are these Jedi here, and why are they all kind of mean to this one kid? And then there's like the girl who's using like she can't use a lightsaber fully or whatever, so it's like a clear saber, which is love looking. That was um, such an interesting aspect of the way the force works and in how it w- works with lightsabers that you know your your automatic just like I don't know how you'd say it, just personality character would determine the color of the lightsaber and the length of the lightsaber. That was pretty cool. Just how, just how it manifests. It's yeah. just so dope. yeah. How how, st- how stable it is. I really wish that. Star Wars, the movies and shows had implemented that because that would be so cool. I like I I get the whole Kyber crystal thing because it's kind of the same way, right? When the Jedi's when they go as Padawans to you know fetch their own Kyber crystals because their Kyber crystals call out to them, and then they find the one that fits them, and then it it's a certain color and it kind of determines character. But I really like the way it manifests in in this episode a little more. It was pretty darn cool. I agree. And the action was dope. And we got to see so many lightsaber fights all at once. And we got to see the boy who was like in between like light and dark and he used both. So he had the Mace Windu saber. Pretty Mace, sick. The Mace Windu saber. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and then number one, the one episode that brought me to T is uh, the Lop, yeah. Lop and... Uh, Ocho, Lop and Ocho episode. Oh my uh, gosh. This, this, this was easily my favorite animation. Um, because it, it's just high quality anime. So That's really detailed. what it is. With so much detail and care. and We got a, basically a full story within an episode. But I feel like this one could be like a 50 episode long anime. And I would not get tired of it. Um... The characters were memorable. It was heartbreaking. And the moments that were like supposed to be like very in awe, they were. Like when she gets her lightsaber passed down from her father. And then when she's fighting her sister on the freaking like Star Destroyer. Oh, fantastic. Incredible. I ate yeah. I, I, I up on multiple different accounts. Um, and it kind of like, because it's such a personal tale. It's not like, oh man, we're fighting this stranger. And I'm a stranger too, so it's two strangers fighting, and it looks dope. This is like a family kind of thing, and like betrayal, as well as how much loyalty it takes for you to stay with your planet or give it to the Empire. Such a cool concept. I thought one um, of the most interesting things, a, a part of this episode, was how you could understand both sides. Like, yeah, you understood, and you could Politics. relate. With both sides, like you, like because the empire did not seem like this overruling, uh, just like evil 
force at all to a lot of people. And we saw a glimpse of that in episode four, Our New Hope, um, uh, of the, the original trilogy uh, when Luke wanted to join the Academy because it just didn't seem that way to a lot of people. So the way the Empire viewed, so you could just understand both of the sister sides. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, I really like this episode. This episode played up like the positives and negatives of like literally like colonizers, mm-hmm. and how like on balance, like yeah, like they seem like they're offering good stuff, but they're going to subjugate you in the long run. Yeah, like we we know that, and some other characters knew that, but the sister did not know that. Like she didn't understand that. Fascinating stuff. And that's my list. I like your list for the most part, Anthony. Yeah, you know, it, it got better as it went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get a review so we can get, you know, a little more passion in here. I got the twins at the bottom. <laughs> Terrible episode. Am I right? In every aspect. Not even visually. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Then we got Toby tattooing the village bride, Anakin, the elder, the duel, the ninth Jedi, and Lop Ocho. Fantastic. I think that's a solid list. All right, uh, I'm kind of feeling like I want to go. Um, you know what? I'm going to do it, and then we'll do Curtis, and then we'll do JC. Let's um, do it. All right, so at number nine, I have the twins. <laughs> uh, I, I, I I don't know if this is going to be uh, you know a common thing for all of us for having twins at the bottom. There were some cool parts to it. I did not see the animes that the studio has created, which is uh, Kill a Kill as one of them, right? And uh, and there's some other ones, but I have not seen those animes, but I've heard they're good. Um, at number eight, I they did uh, Darling and the Franks. Oh, they did. Well, shoot. Yeah. Well, then Darling of okay, we're not getting in that discussion. It's not happening. But it's a good anime. <laughs> All right, at number eight, I have Tattooing Rhapsody. Um, I did enjoy the story. And I also, uh, I think the music could have been better, just like Anthony stated. I agree with that statement. Like, with a, with an episode that was emphasized in music, I kind of wish it was better. Uh, at number seven, I have The Village Bride. Um, for reasons that I kind of explained previously, but I thought that the main character's design was super cool. I thought her and her master were actually really cool. At number six, I have Akakiri. Um, I did like the darkness that happened at the end, and I loved the twist of them actually raising her from the dead and that, you know, realization that she had that he did what he had to do, um, which may have been worse than her just dying. I don't know. Yeah, probably way worse. Yeah. Um, And at number five, this may be... Low or higher on the list than some others, but I got Toby uh, or T O B one, whatever you want to say it. Uh, Surprises me coming from you, Josh. I love this episode. JC and I talked about this episode for a bit, and I think he, I think I don't remember if he had a differing opinion on some of it. Uh, but I, I just really loved the adventure, the lightheartedness of this episode, and the transition into the. The, the fight scene at the end and how much how different it was it was very very different and for some reason I just really enjoyed it I enjoyed all of it 
so much. We have we have the same opinion on this, Josh. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, and my gosh, it was it was great. It was fantastic. And then I'm at number four. I have I think okay, so this next one, this top four instead of top three, I think these top four is on a different level. Like a, my top four for me specifically is on a different tier. Uh, that just I'm gonna say it's some of the best Star Wars content out there. You're not wrong. Like the this top four that I have are just so freaking good. At number four, I have Lop and Ocho. Whoa! I know, I know. It's, it's, it's <laughs> you never find them. Um, and, and like I agree with everything you said, Anthony. And JC and I had long discussion of the cultural um aspects that were implemented and just impacts within this episode, like the cutting of her hair and the using the blood on her eyes. We don't really remember, like. Does anybody know why she put blood on her eyes? We know why she cut her hair, um, which was to cut the ties with her family. Um, Same reason. But oh, so she yeah, just, just, just a signal, just signal her allegiance change. Okay, okay, but like uh, it was, uh, it is. Um, JC, you found that it was a it was a Japanese thing for uh, if they were to cut their hair, that was like very significant. Right. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Japanese culture. Yeah, yeah. So it was extremely wrong, significant for a girl to cut her hair, or or man, either one to cut yeah. their hair. Exactly, and that was uh, also brought over to Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yes, because I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, the, when Zuko um, and yeah, when Zuko and Ivor. Yeah, when they cut their hair. So and that's expanded more in the Kyoshi novels. Yeah, so it was it was a great episode, Anthony. Like, even though I have it at my number four, guys, like I freaking loved this episode. I did tear up as well. At my number three, I have the Elder. It it was just it really uh, spoke to me. The Elder was super cool. The battle was awesome. I loved his swords. I loved the relationship between the mentor and the master. It was strong Qui Gon vibes. Um, but it was just like, it was so good. I loved all of it. The mystery throughout the whole episode, the surprise of finding a Sith. It was great. And just like, and, the and his, uh, and the Padawan's relationship with the, with the tribes. Like, I thought that was really good. And the children, it really spoke to me. Yeah. And at number two, I have the ninth Jedi. Because that story was dope. So dope. Like, I I don't know how many of you guys saw that coming, um, that they were all Sith. Like, did anyone figure no, out? Not at all. Nope. Yeah, I did not see that coming at all, and I thought that was so freaking cool. The duel was awesome. I think my favorite character, though, in the episode was the daughter. Her story was so good of her figuring, like her actually being strong with the force and like maybe growing in the force while she's running away from these like evil guys. Um, and just coming to realization of her power as she felt maybe disappointed with herself earlier in the episode because she had a short lightsaber 
Like that that was just like so much character growth in such a good um in, in such a short time, but not overwhelming. She went through an entire hero's journey in like twenty five minutes and it felt organic. Yes, absolutely. That's way better said than what I did. Yes. I agree with that completely. Completely. So oh, good. It was amazing. And at number one, right from the start, it, the duel was, to me, some of the coolest stuff I had ever seen. The The art style I thought was amazing. The whole black and white, except certain things having color, was really cool. The It was a battle the whole time, and I was engaged... Well, just like all four of these episodes, these top four, the entire time, um, sat on the edge of my seat. But the realization when he pulls out, when he pulls over his coat and you see the red kyber crystals that he had just been like slot, like either slaughtering Sith or um, I don't know exactly what he'd been doing. And the mystery makes it so much better. The the Japanese, um, like, well, it's the Ronin, but the. The, the Japanese uh, influences that you see in this episode, I enjoyed tremendously. It was so freaking cool. But yeah, that that's my list, boys. And uh, Very cool. Heck yeah. So, uh, give it a B-. minus. You give it a B-. <laughs> Why, because of La Pinocho? <laughs> All kind <right>. of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, I mean, those are great episodes. So, I Anthony touched on this, and I was going to ask all of you guys this, but Anthony, I guess, just kept repeating it. I disagreed with Anthony a little bit. I think there are only three episodes in this entire series that deserve continuations, or that should have continuations. Um, and that's The Duel, The Elder, and La Pinocho. Or no, The Duel, Ninth Jedi, and La Pinocho. Sorry, not The Elder. Yeah. I agree with that. I I don't think any of the episodes really should have any continuation. I think they're fine as standalones and should stay that way. Well, you're wrong. Let's get to my list. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. oh man. <laughs> Curtis ain't wrong. <laughs> All right, JC. I want you to read my list one at a time without any inflection. I don't want you oh. to skew anything. <laughs> Don't worry, I was already prepared to read them dead. None of this partisan BS. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry. Okay, at the very bottom of Curtis's ranking is The Elder. You're lying. Oh, I'm dead serious. This episode did absolutely nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. Let's break it down, let's break it down. It's okay. You start off the episode, you got, like, this generic Jedi with his generic Padawan. And I'm like, okay, this is just, like, non-interesting Qui-Gon. Okay, whatever. Um, Then we have, like, this sense of foreboding, right? And I'm like, okay, this is kind of a cool vibe. Something bad's gonna happen. Um, I remember the commercials. I was like, this is where we see the old man, like, Sith Lord or whatever. And I'm like, he's totally gonna kill one of these guys, and that's gonna be kind of cool to see. No, they both live at the end, and you're like, well, what was the point of all of this foreboding then? Absolutely nothing. This episode, I forgot that it happened immediately after I watched it, and it wasn't memorable. Wow. 
<laughs> that is the hottest take. And uh, one by one, I do not renew this for an for another season. And uh, oh yeah, I agree with that. Not, I not great. I give it. I mean, I still think it had cool elements. The lightsaber duel was cool, but it just nothing came of it. So I give it like a six and a half. Okay. That is an opinion. Yes, it is. I can understand your opinion. Um, Thank I you. also don't think it does. I also don't think it deserves uh, another season. Um, but I think I think I think it's the the cool the the elements that I liked overpower the shortcomings. I agree. I, I Likewise. Ready for the next one? Yes. Tatooine Rhapsody. Oh, and uh, like uh, like I think Anthony mentioned. Um, Number nine is definitely like in a in a land all of its own. One through eight, I actually really liked. Uh, yeah, Tatooine Rhapsody. Um, I'm gonna highlight the opening scene where he's like, I think he's escaping from the Jedi Temple that Anakin like is like killing people at, or at least that's the sense I got. Um, which is really dope, and like how he chose in his life to pursue something that was. A little bit of a different path, but still a Jedi path, in my opinion, in my take on it. Because um, he still chose to, like, do what was right and to, like, go after his friend. But he did it in a morally gray way where he's like, I'm not going to try to upset the established order. I'm just going to try to, like, help my friends. Which was definitely an interesting decision that I liked. For sure. I, I, I like that too. It was also completely different. Like there was no like no no fighting or anything like that. Like this was a completely different kind of episode and different and uh, a story I think that is is welcomed, you know, good to see different things. Cause some people ask like what are, why don't we get stuff that's not all Jedi oriented and stuff like that? Or where they're just fighting with lightsabers. Like he was a Jedi at one point, but he chose to c- pursue something completely different. I agree. Next. Okay, we got Toby. Really good episode. Um, I think that the a scene that I'll highlight is I really liked after the fight and he got in his ship to like kind of take new life to like barren planets and how like that kind of symbolized like this this different path for like a Jedi mm-hmm. and how instead of, like, trying to, like, protect the galaxy or something, he wants to renew the galaxy. Freaking awesome. Next! We got Akakiri. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is around in the ballpark where everyone else had it, and uh, I agree with everything that was said. I think that what I'll highlight for what I really enjoyed was I loved how the the flashbacks, like the traumatic flashbacks that the main character was having, like periodically were awesome. And they kind of had this sense of like, well, how is this going to connect with the, with the conclusion and just how it connects back. You're like, no, he was seeing visions of the future. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that is so dope. And like, I think that it does the whole like Anakin and episode three things so much better. Cause I mean, episode three is bad. Um, but <laughs> I wouldn't really quite good. say it's bad. Okay. I mean, you also like uh, Snyder Cut, so. (laughs) I do. I did. As do lots of other people. So. All right. 
Next, we got the duel. Wow. All right. Now this is a uh, this is a great episode, um, and I think that what highlights the greatness of it is the is the tea the the tea kettle little scene where like he puts on this tea and like his robot is waiting next to it, and you're like, oh, how is this going to circle back? And the way that it starts off, like, this chain reaction of, like, everything looks like it's going really bad and, like, the Sith are taking over. Or, like, whatever. They're, they're, they're not even Sith. They're kind of, like, Sith warlords. Kind of, like, post-episode six where, like, they're all kind of, like, split up, which is cool. Um, kind of like a, a Mandalorian era mm-hmm. where, like, there's just lawlessness. And as soon as the tea kettle starts hissing, I'm like, oh, everything's about to shift. And it did, and it was dope. Next, right above the duel, we've got the twins. Oh gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, this episode was great. What can I say? I've seen most of what Trigger has done, and uh, I think that that just means that I'm more familiar with like how they operate and like what their what their overall style is. And I expected something completely ridiculous, and it was com- and this was completely ridiculous. And they're never going to be like the deepest like, writing team ever. Um, they're never going to, like, write, like, the next, like, Cowboy Bebop or the next Code Geass, but, like, I really enjoy what they do, and I love the animation. I would actually love to see a series set in this universe um, because I think that the lightsaber fight was one of maybe a top three lightsaber fight in this whole uh, anthology. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. And I mean, you all can be wrong. That's your choice. But uh, let's uh, let's continue on. I'm just laughing over Josh's like expressions about the sheer like horror he's feeling on the inside. Oh my word! All right. Okay, above the twins, number three, we got the ninth Jedi. Great episode. Um, I specifically loved the character of the Margrave because he was kind of like the center of the mysteries and how like the central mystery was us all trying to figure out like, is he a Sith or is he like a good guy? And when we finally figured out, like, I love how sinister his character design is because you're like, this oh, dude I, looks straight up. Evil. I loved his character design so much. Like, that was amazing. And just seeing him, like, chop up, like, these false Jedi was just so awesome. And I would love to see a full, like, 50-episode series set in this world. Because another thing that I love about, like, specifically where they hint that this takes place, this is pre-Old Republic. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Old Republic, like, you got a bunch of Jedi, a bunch of Sith just, like, killing each other, which is dope, which I want to see a movie set in. But, like, this is, like, primordial Jedi. Or, like, the galaxy is a lot scarier and unknown at this point. And, like, the light has almost completely been snuffed out. And that is such a cool, like, a cool um, setting for a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, the, the Ninth Jedi was an amazing setting for a Star Wars story. Like, it could be oh, also, so good. Circling back to Akakiri, um, that was just a Keanu Reeves movie in Star Wars form, and I would love to see that in live action. Mm. 
That's a good Moving pick. Right, moving right along. Okay, number two, the Village Bride. Yeah, I mean, I think that I'm actually in the majority with this one because every single internet thing I've read, people love the Village Bride for excellent reasons, and I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that you all didn't like it as much as I did because to me, other than my number one, like it moved me like to tears a couple times just because. The art style is perfect. The character design is perfect. And the story, I loved how the story was, like, based around, like, very little dialogue up until, like, near, near like, the third act. And how we just kind of experienced, like, how does the Force work with this specific world, with this specific culture? How does this culture even interpret the Force? And it's a lot more of, like, a natural phenomenon as opposed to, like, some sci-fi voodoo. And... And, like, starting to realize, like, what the village bride even means and, like, why she is being, like, taken somewhere and, like, referred up to, like, these Sith warlords is, like, so dope. And the main Jedi, like, is, aside from, like, my top-ranked show, like, my favorite character in the entire anthology. She is amazing. I want to see, like, hundreds of episodes with her in it and just doing cool stuff. <laughs> yes. And like her, her freaking like heels, the way like those worked, that is dope. I forgot about the heels. The heels were great. All right, JC, give me my number one. The number one, Lop and Ocho. Couldn't have said it better myself. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, this the animation quality is literally on the same level as Your Name or like a uh, oh what's what's the other one um, Your Name or a Silent Voice. Like the animation is that good, and the story is definitely fleshed out. It felt like a part one of a two parter. I I really hope we get to see the next part of the story, and may, hopefully this is just a proof of concept so they can flesh it out in a full series. But uh, this, to me, is why I love Star Wars. And this is, like... If we were to say, like, what, what's the best 25 minutes of Star Wars ever? This is probably it for me. Like, I think that, obviously, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars thing. But if we were to condense it down to, like, what's my, 20, my favorite 25-minute sequence of Star Wars? It's this. This is exquisite. Yes, it, it, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I loved Lop and Ocho so much as well. Very, very good. All right. Um, interesting list, for sure. <laughs> um, we all have our opinions. So, uh, JC. Okay. I like your list, Curtis. Curtis, I like Thank your you, list. Sir. Thank you, sir. I thought it was bold and daring. Thank you. Yeah, and also, that, that it was. Yes. What, I it's agree it's with like that. The, it's like it's like the SpongeBob statue when they're going to the art thing. What's the what what SpongeBob statue called? Like old and uh, bold and crass or something. Oh, right. Yeah. And the other guy's like, more like belongs in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we ready to break down this list? Yep. Yes, JC. Give it to us. Okay. 
You know, I, I really appreciate Star Wars vision so much from just an artistic standpoint because art, you know, it speaks to everyone differently. And it certainly spoke to many of us very differently, <laughs> including me with my list. So, starting at number nine, I've got Tatooine Rhapsody. It was where I figured it'd be. <laughs> it was a uh, fine episode, but it just didn't speak to me in the same way that some others did. But I not enough lore, not enough Transformers. <laughs> 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 for for those exact reasons, yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff here. I I mean, yeah, like seeing uh, a lot of established characters was cool. Uh, you know, just getting a very different story in general was cool, and I enjoyed it. It was cool, but it just didn't speak to me as much as anything else. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things not speaking to them in the same way, we got the Village Bride coming up at number eight. Offensive. <laughs> Very offensive. I'm yeah. sure it is to you, Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was a solid episode, and I enjoyed it. It just didn't do anything special for me. I thought that, yeah, we needed more action at the end, and, and it could have just been a little bit longer, and I would have enjoyed that a lot more, probably. But, you know, the cultural aspects of it were awesome. And I think thought that it was a good episode. Yeah. So, moving on from there, we got the twins in its rightful spot, in my opinion. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. And I think, I think Josh. I appreciate. Also- I appreciate you not putting it last, at least. Yeah, like it's it's not deserving to be last, but it's deserving to be. Not as high, in my opinion. A lower tier. <laughs> yes. A solid episode, but I just did not care at all about the characters. It was cool visuals and all that, but they just, they were there. Yay, Kyber Crystal. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But yeah. And then up from there, I'm sure people will think that this is too low. I have the Ninth Jedi. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think that's. I think that one is. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah. Whoa. So, what number uh, is this, JC? Six. Six. Yeah. Wow. And I'm kind of surprised too, to be perfectly honest. But some interesting things spoke to me. Some interesting. <laughs> and right. this what was a solid mean? episode. Yeah. <laughs> What does that mean, Jason? What does that mean? What do you mean interesting things spoke to you? We'll get there. We'll get there. But, like, I think this top six is in a completely different tier than, uh, I think, I think, uh, the top three and then the four through six and then seven through nine are all distinct tiers for me, for me personally. So we're in, like, the middle tier now where six, five, and four are all really, really good. Really, really good. And that includes the Night Jedi. For all the reasons that were mentioned, because, I mean, it's just a cool setting. We get to see an amazing, like, idea of having, uh, I believe his name was Lahima, the sabersmith, and his daughter, and getting to see all that confrontation with the Sith. It was such a good episode. I loved it. Yes, it was an amazing episode, in my opinion. Yep. So up from there, 
an episode that for the first two thirds, I wasn't even sure I was going to like it. Like it could have been at the very bottom of my list, but the last third of this episode touched me and it was amazing. And I'm speaking of Toby. Let's go, Toby. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, man. Sitting at number five, the same spot that Josh ranked it. Oh, yeah. And we're we were in lock, lock step with this episode. It was so good. And it was so cool seeing a uh, robotic boy come to life almost and become a Jedi. And then want to go forth and make the world and the universe a better place. Wow. The fight scene was so awesome. Like, he was so creative. And, and just the, the impact that occurred within the episode, you know, oh, man. I guess of his creator dying was, yeah, his creator dying and, and him rebuilding and, and, and finding his purpose. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, so cool. Wow. Okay, number four, Akakiri. The ending had my jaw on the floor. It was so impactful and just so shocking that all of that happened. And he basically, yeah, went down the Plagueis and Anakin route and just kind of joined the dark side in order to save the woman that he loved. Mm -hmm. Such a compelling emotional story. And it was so good. So, top three. My tier one. At number three, we have La Pinocha. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yep. I know. I know. <laughs> I love the episode. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I thought that, like... Pretty yeah. offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is the one episode where if this was the only one that got continued as a full story, I would be happy. Like, I want to see this continued more than anything else. It was so good. The characters were so real. The story and the world was so real. So, so nuanced. I loved every minute of it. It was so good. What's another episode you liked every minute of, JC? Well, at number two. You'll appreciate this, Josh. I got the duel. The Josh episode. The Josh episode. <laughs> oh, yes. I'll take it. Like, just the visuals in this episode, the drawing of the saber, the first time we get to see basically a lightsaber katana uh, coming out of the scabbard. So, so good. Oh, my gosh. And just getting to see the fight, getting to just see this lore of this Ronin uh, going forth and basically taking down Sith. Uh, and just yes. such a cool, shadowy, morally ambiguous figure. And just visuals, the, the art style. Oh my gosh, it was just so, so cool. I, I love how you talk about the moral ambiguity. I feel like this, this whole episode is kind of filled with uh, uh, not... I don't say completely morally ambiguous, but in a sense, like, you know, like what's going on, this is an area I don't think Star Wars has ever really touched on, like in, in any sense. I think the Ronin was a Sith. I, I don't think he was a Sith. I think he's a Sith that cut, that butchers other Sith. Mm. 
it, well, see, JC and I talked about this, I think, and what what um the argument I think that deters him being a Sith is the qualities and characteristics that happens to someone's character and personality when they become a Sith. Well, do they have to almost the antithesis? Of, traits, well, yes, like that. That is like what a Sith is. Like you even saw in in uh, in Lopin Ocho when the sister was starting to delve more into the Sith powers, her eyes changed, and her personality became like way way more aggressive. She was then willing to kill her sister. Well, that's that's a chicken and egg argument, though. And she like, you could you could argue either way. Like she she was that way because of the Sith powers, or no? But you she, saw she got the Sith difference. powers, so she she chose to ch to change that way. And like well, we also there's there's this idea of like the gray Jedi to where like they're not necessarily like good or evil. And I think there's this. I think that something like the, a gray Sith could work too. Because I don't, I don't think the force, the force is portrayed as black and white to a certain degree in some instances, but in other instances, it's very vague. Yeah, about I, like I, I how agree. force powers manifest. What I'm saying is, I don't so I, think he was a Sith. I don't think he was a Jedi either. I think he was someone who explored his own path. Um, because a, a, like a Sith is a is a title, correct? Like someone is giving the title Sith, or they, I mean, are they indoctrinated into the Sith ways? It's more like right. a title of which what's happening within their soul. So like, yeah, I mean, I, the, yeah, it's it, it, just because you're not called a Sith doesn't mean you aren't so a Sith. The way this guy was right. taking care of the village and the children and stuff like that just, uh, right. I think, deters the yeah. possibility that he was a Sith. I think uh, my idea is that he was. I thought he was a previous Sith, and that he he didn't like the Jedi either. But he didn't like the Sith either, so he's kind of just like in the middle, and he's taking out the ones that are more problematic, or the ones that still exist. Could that's have. what I was kind of getting from it. And I think I the best argument that he could be a Sith is Count Dooku. Because Dooku was kind of a noble Sith, in a sense. Yeah, and he certain, wasn't a monster. He no. wasn't a monster. No, he wasn't he a did, monster. And he didn't have Sith eyes. He was able to use Force Lightning, but he never grew out of control, he was very much in control, and he still wanted to make the galaxy a better place. And that's what he thought he was doing through the Separatist movement. I like your thoughts, JC. Kind of. I think I just think it's possible that he was a Sith. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I like the idea that he could have been a previous Sith. Um Yeah, I think that's I think that's likely as well. Yeah. Uh, I and I just I think this discussion that we just had also like it just strengthens the quality of this episode and the characters and the lore within this universe. I completely agree. So All shall right. we move on to number one? Yes. The Elder. This was very much a JC episode. Whoa. Pretty offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it just makes sense for Curtis and I to have opposite Star Wars opinions to me. It does. So, yeah, I absolutely love this episode. This episode, more than any other, is the one that spoke to me. And there were two quotes that specifically spoke to me from this episode. And I think both of them were from the Jedi Master speaking to his Padawan. One of them was the seeds of misfortune when in peaceful soil, can be easy to overlook. 
And I just thought that that was such an impactful quote. And it just kind of speaks to the fact that even when things seem to be at their best, there's still some underlying tension that might not be easy to surface. And I think that's something that, you know, you can see in any society, no matter how good it looks, there's always something going on under the knee. And it's that way with every person as well. There's always something going on. And I thought that that was a very insightful quote. And the second one, which just speaks to what Jedi should be, what they should uh, aspire to be like, is all summed up in this quote. You will gain power if you do not forget your training and your kindness. Mm, Yes, that was spoken to the Padawan, and it was so good. Yep. And it was just the whole mood and tone of the episode just works so well for me in just being so uh, dark and tense, not knowing what's going to happen. And just it was just one of these adventures where you go off to a world, you don't know what you're going to find, and, and they found something they weren't anticipating. And it led to a pretty cool battle, in my opinion. And we got to see just a demented old former Sith guy. And it was just pretty cool. I just, I enjoyed the episode overall, and especially for the Jedi Master, because he had great wisdom, in my opinion. He did. I totally agree, JC. He, it was almost like a continuation of Qui-Gon. You know, we only got to see Qui-Gon in one episode, but he, he was very much Qui-Gon-like, and he, Qui-Gon, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people, I love your love for Qui-Gon, Anthony, because there's actually a lot of hate for Qui-Gon, like a ton of hate for Qui-Gon. People say, that's stupid. I, I did not know this until on Twitter someone like I followed said something about like Qui-Gon being the like the lamest Jedi and I was like what? What? I was like He doesn't understand how words work. And a lot of people agreed. Like people were just flocking and agreeing and I would like every so often I would see like no, sorry, I disagree with that. And I was like, Yeah, I totally disagree with this. Like, have you seen the Clone Wars? Like, have you seen just like who Qui-Gon is as a person? There's very few, if not no Jedi like him in in any other medium, except here, now. He was so wise. Like, it was insane how wise he was, and how sometimes he would defy the, the, um, the Jedi leaders because he saw something different. Like, he was a rebel in his own way, but, like, in the best way possible. Yes. Um, as was this guy and something that I like you emphasize on the quote that the kindness like the realization um, that the apprentice had you know in his power in kindness oh man it's the very antithesis of the Jedi which is like you know the weakness like with the the power rings and, and the green lanterns and the yellow lanterns like that whole that whole battle oh man it was a very good episode JC I agree yep this episode had some big Nightwing energy. <laughs> well, <laughs> JC and I are both Nightwing fans, so that totally makes sense. Oh, yes. Totally makes sense. Um, he is one of the purest spirits in the DC world. So He sure is. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I've had fun discussing this with you guys. Um, definitely interesting hearing all of your opinions on Star Wars Visions, and I I love difference in opinions and see how the difference in opinions can spark discussion um, with all of these episodes, which I think makes for great 
content as a whole. So good job, Disney Plus on Star Wars Visions. Like heck yeah. Good freaking job. Um so as I said before, I was gonna ask you guys a few questions, um, but one of those questions was basically relating to uh which series um one, two, or like which few series you wanted to see, or which episodes you wanted to see turn into a series. Um, Anthony, you mentioned quite a few that you wanted turned, you would like to see. I think I said like series. three or four of them, right? I didn't say a lot. I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I said felt like, like was... mini, mini series or like a one more episode. That's okay. not a full series. Okay, yeah, like, okay, like, true. Yeah. Continue. No, like, no, no, I don't want all of these to continue. I really want like two of them to continue. But like, I can see that this was, if this was a marketing pitch, that a couple of these could get greenlit to where they could get a continuation. But the ones I want to see are obviously like the top two. Okay. Yeah. Lapa Nocho and the Ninth Jedi for you. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would totally agree. I really like, like, uh, Lapanocho and the Ninth Jedi, but as well as the duel for me. Um, but I, I freaking love this episode. Uh, yeah, uh, those three, those three in that order for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If any, Lapanocho definitely. Like even though yep. I had it at number four, like that, that was very very compelling story. Yep. Um, Curtis, what about you? What episode or would you like to see a continuation of? I mean, aside from aside from the obvious one, Lob and Ocho, um, I still think the Village Pride would make an incredible series. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would be like I think it would be ideally like a thirteen episode series where like we really get like a deep character study into like who this Jedi is, as, and in addition to really experiencing like the spiritual side of the Force, because I don't think they really explore that a whole lot. They kind of more explore, explore like. It's like cognitive abilities and it's like co- obviously combat abilities, but like really like kind of connecting with the force and like nature and like kind of having a more like introspective, um, like Jedi story where like I liked the level of action in this. I think that like if you had like two or three fights in the whole series, I would be happy with that because like I just appreciate like existing in that world and the art style is just gorgeous. Yeah, the art style is really. Also, the twins. Screw you all. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not happening. <laughs> Give me a hundred episodes. Oh no, I would not. I would not. If you got, if if you post to review that, I would. I might, might say no. If that ever happened. <laughs> if they greenlit that for a series, I guarantee you, after the first episode, you all would all be like, "Huh, that was actually surprisingly good." Could be. Could be. It could be. That's exactly how it would go. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys, for sharing your opinions. I've enjoyed my time um, hearing it. Oh, and I have one question. Oh, okay. What was everyone's favorite lightsaber duel? Oh. Ooh. I don't know if any of us will have the same opinion. I think I think we will. What do you mean, Anthony? Anthony, what about you? What's your favorite lightsaber duel? Dude, honestly, they're all kind of blended together in my head because I watched this like two months ago. So, 
um, uh, the, the duel, I guess. That's the same for me. Stacey? Mm. I'm having a hard time not seeing the duel, but I think I'm Or the Ninth go Jedi with, for me. I, I think I'm going to go with the Ninth Jedi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's I, second I, for me. Yeah, I, I might go Ninth Jedi just because of the more I think about it, the changing of the lightsabers during that and like yeah. all the different types of fight styles we saw. Yeah, I might go Ninth Jedi instead. Yeah, that's a close second. I might almost put them on the same wavelength, but yeah. Curtis. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically she's not holding a lightsaber, um, but Lop versus Ocho for me. Even though Ocho wasn't wielding a lightsaber. Oh, she's wearing the family... Uh... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because, like, Ocho's weapon was sick. And, like, to see that against a lightsaber was a completely different vibe from anything else in Visions that I really liked. And obviously, like, to me, like, a lightsaber duel has to have, like, the emotional stakes, too, for it to be, like, really next level. Okay. Like in episode three, when Obi-Wan and Anakin... Exactly. And uh, amidst horrible dialogue, just awful. <laughs> Wait, between Anakin like, and Obi-Wan? Awful to the point of me laughing at it the whole time. Incorrect. I thought it worked pretty well. I thought <laughs> the whole scene, that whole fight scene was like so freaking good. Like all of it. For, for you and McGregor, he deserved better. Okay. Like if not one of the most quoted Star Wars because people are laughing at it. No. No. Yes. I, I think I think it works. It works as a meme, but it also works in context. Yeah, like Yeah. I like that. I see that's the opinion I agree with. I agree with that too. Good old centrists all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have all the opinions so that or, all or, my opinions are safe. Or maybe, or maybe we can just enjoy it for what it is, and then also recognize, yeah, this is funny too. No, I just, I just like fighting about Star Wars because all my opinions are right. <laughs> of course they are. All right, Curtis decided to be the chaos bringer today, boys. Yes, sir. I think <laughs> I've stolen the title from JC. Permanent. Oh, oh, oh. oh I, I don't know snatch. about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, JC and I have fought way too often. <laughs> <laughs> we had to be in lockstep sometime. Yeah, yeah. If we were if we were a Star Wars podcast, I would be the Chaos Bringer. Yeah, probably. That is true. Yeah. I, I will give you that much. All right, there and you we, have it. Oh, sorry. What's up? We could, we could name the podcast. Most of these movies are bad. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Josh, you need to just sign off before we get any more of this propaganda thrown out. Anthony yeah. doesn't disagree. <laughs> oh, um, I've been rewatching them. I've enjoyed most of them besides two. Heck and, yeah. and eight. I, eight, I, is, eight is terrible. Yeah, eight. I feel like oh, it's totally different from admitting that they're bad. I enjoy plenty of the terrible movies. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we will be signing off. That was our thoughts on Disney Plus's Star Wars vision. Some of the best Star Wars content that has been created because it is some top tier stuff. Absolutely. We Absolutely. hope 
someday maybe they will green light a continuation on some of these episodes such as lop and ocho the ninth jedi um uh, we will have our fingers crossed for that but without further ado it's been real it's been lightsabery i think uh I think Anakin should have been in this every episode. I agree. <laughs> oh my god. It's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Court is adjourned.